Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Welcome back and good morning from New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is the show. It's presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. You have Harry Douglas, you have me, Alan Hahn, and in studio with us, Mike Tannebaum as well. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. It smells delicious in here, Harry. Well, it is the it is the aromatherapy candle that we have going here. It, it's a new thing that Harry has brought to the show, and it is interesting that everybody that's going. Although Jeff Saturday didn't say a word about it, he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, they, they used to be. <laughs> they're used to being smelly. <laughs> they don't. I love it. Jeff though. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, Dan Graziano was the first thing he said, right? Yeah, that, that he appreciated it. Uh, you want to tell Mike what uh, flavor this is? Pomegranate? Mm. Pomegranate? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm at Whole Foods or at ESPN. I got Al here with apple, cinnamon, chia. This you got pomegranate. I mean, pomegranate. Where, where, where are we? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Where we are is late in the NFL season. And where we also are, and it feels like it's been like this for five, six years now, this is the time of year where we start wondering what to do with the Giants going forward, what to Bing do with the bang. Jets going forward, what to do with any of the New York football teams going forward. But all the teams that – we've spent most of this show talking about who's a Super Bowl contender and who are teams we trust and who are teams that you don't want to face uh, in the wild card, in those matchups. But, Mike, since we have you here and you are our front office expert, I, what, I, what I want to do is, is get from you – the idea of what to do going forward with some situations. And one of them involves a young quarterback that I think we can find a million. Like if I can be the helicopter parent for a moment, when it comes to Daniel Jones, I could find a million excuses. I could be the parent that says, well, everybody's hurt. The offensive line stinks. He got injured. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Right. But he's now injured. He's done for the season. And now we don't know what his future is with the Giants. Listen to Jordan Renan, who is on Freddie and Fitzsimmons, and he, of course, is the Giants reporter for ESPN. And he's talking about what the Giants think of their young quarterback, but what caveats now await. And now I know the Giants like him, but the, the, the thing that now factors into the equation is, can he stay healthy? Because you have three years three years with, with missed games, yeah. three years with injuries, so... Now you're adding that to the mix. It's mm-hmm. they're 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 not in great shape there. I mean they're they're likely going to have to roll them back one more year because their team is set up financially, right? To have a quarterback on the rookie deal. So they're set up financially based on the money they've spent, the contracts they have, to stick with the idea. Of, well, we don't have to pay him yet for another couple of years, so this fits into what we're doing financially. But Mike, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think if – if we ask the question, have we seen the last of Daniel Jones in a Giants uniform, Jordan tells us no. But I disagree. That answer that, – that question can only be answered by one person, and it's not John Mara, and it's not Dave Gettleman, or whoever takes over for him as GM. I think the person that's going to answer that question is Russell Wilson. Agree or disagree? Uh, I think he could be part of the narrative. But, again, the verb the New York Giants need to have is scour – because their quarterback play isn't good enough, and you could be a helicopter parent, you could be the Duke football coach, it doesn't matter. It hasn't been good enough, it hasn't been consistent enough, and they need competition in the worst way, because when they go to bed every night, they have to say, do we have someone that can compete with Dak Prescott consistently year in and year out to win this division? And right now, the answer is fundamentally no. Now, can Daniel Jones come back and compete? Absolutely. But 
it would be reckless and irresponsible to say, hey, Daniel Jones, you're a quarterback based on three years. And I've had the privilege of running a couple teams, and we hired and developed sports science and sports performance departments and literally went around the world to look for the best people on the planet. And this sounds like the most egregious oversimplification, but the greatest sports performance experts in the world, when they talk about durability, injury prevention, the number one factor is prior performance. And if you've been hurt mm-hmm. before, it's just the facts are the facts. It's more than likely that you're going to get hurt again. Neck injury is what he's dealing with right now. Which is a serious injury. For a quarterback? Oh, yeah. For anyone. Well, any, anybody for anyone. in the national football. Yeah, league. especially if it's going to shut down your season. Yeah. Do you feel like you feel the same way Mike does? That that like, it's like you can't have Mike Glennon come back as the backup quarterback. Is that where is that kind of what we're assessing here? That and, you need some competition there. And and I've made them. <clears throat> excuse me, the the pomegranates just overwhelming me. Um, <laughs> I, and I've made that mistake before. But let, let's give some credit here. Look at the Arizona Cardinals. Case Keenum goes in. He goes into Seattle. Wins. He goes into San Francisco. Wins. And if you don't have depth at the quarterback position, you have no chance. Let's give Baltimore some credit. I was just about to bring that up. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tyler Huntley goes in. He plays really well. I heard some people say, hey, they should trade him. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I don't leave the stadium Sunday night without signing him to an extension because you look at Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, I Jameis agree. Winston, Lamar Jackson. On a 17-game season, the depth of the quarterback position is outcome determinative. We could look last night. I mean, really, when you think about um, – excuse me, it was Colt McCoy that went in for Arizona – Case Keenum played well for the Browns, but you look at last night, Nick Mullins had to go play for the Browns. So in this day and age of a 17-game season, COVID, which we know to some degree isn't going away, you need depth at the quarterback position. So credit Baltimore. And if I'm the Giants, again, the verb I'm using is I am scouring. I'm getting someone to compete with Daniel Jones. I'm getting a backup. I'm drafting one. You can't have enough of them. And the organizations that do, like, for example, Philadelphia train for Gardner Minshew, that trade may have saved their season. Yeah. It's that a was great huge. Point. And here's the thing when you look at the backup quarterback. It's not that you're saying you need them to go in and be at what the starter was being, but you need them to be able to win your games as well and not lose you football games. Mm-hmm. That's what you've seen with Minshew, who, who was able to get the, the Philadelphia Eagles a win. That's what you've seen with Case Keenum. Uh, Keenum. Should have been a win last night with Nick Mullins if it wasn't for the, that nonsense that went on on that sideline. Just tackle the guy in bounds and they get a damn win. You will not let that go. No, I won't let it go. because yeah, I, you should I, I, It's situational football like bothers me. But and, This and time Alan, of year. To Tyree's point, that one play, do you know the amount of people's jobs that may have impacted? Because yeah. that, that one play may be the difference between Team A going in the playoffs instead of Team B. I agree with Harry. Like, and that's what's so great about our sport, unlike your NBA. Every, every game matters. And in all seriousness, because of that, that one play could impact Cleveland not making the playoffs. See, in our league, we do load management because the playoffs matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I completely, but I completely understand. But like, but the Russell Wilson factor should and he plays tonight, and it's a very important game, not for Seattle. I mean, they're pretty much out of it, but it's important for the Rams. And I wonder if Russell Wilson just takes that as a competitive, you know, edge of okay, let's ruin their season, let's let, let's attack them. But we don't know what his future is going to be in Seattle. And I feel like the Giants can't you – know, right now you want to say, sure, Daniel Jones is our guy going forward, but that is a situational uh, decision, right? That, that's, that's as they say, right? This, this whole decision is situational because if all of a sudden Russell Wilson, it comes out that he is – it's time to move on. Maybe even Pete Carroll says, I'm done. Like we've, we've had our run here. 
And absolutely, I'm moving on. Like I have a, I have a whole other problem, uh, not problem, but I have a whole other strategy now to what I'm doing at my quarterback position. He, it's not like he is Justin Herbert, and you'd say, well, no, 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 I'm pretty happy with the guy I've got. He's on a rookie deal, and I've got him for a long time. He's a lot younger. This is different. He hasn't proven yet. I almost feel like he is now at that same point the Jets were with Sam Darnold. The only difference is this isn't a quarterback draft. So I, I think it's a, it's a matter of convenience that I have him, and he's on a rookie deal, but are you really – as Dave Gettleman once said, in full bloom love, even though he wasn't talking about Daniel Jones, are you really in full bloom love with this quarterback? Right, and, and, and the draft, like we don't know. There's obviously a lot of question marks on but there are alternatives out there. Russell Wilson's one of them. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with someone like Aaron Rodgers, the Deshaun Watson situation. So, And even someone like Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, there are people that I agree could, on him. Yeah, yes. That could come in and just, to me, like settle the position down Play B or better, yep. settle things down, keep developing your offensive line, get another pass rusher. And to me, like, again, I'm not cutting Daniel Jones, but the big mistake, and you brought up Sam Darnold, is, and a lot's been written about this. I think people see this as a binary decision. I don't, which is you could keep Daniel Jones, not exercise the option that gives you optionality. You look at what happened in Carolina. They trade for Sam Darnold. They exercise the option. Now they're going to have over $18 million tied up next year. Unbelievable. And if we're if the three of us are sitting here next year with the pomegranate candle and looking at a great Daniel Jones, they could still franchise him. Mm-hmm. So you still have protection long-term if you're the Giants. I just think it's important that Russell Wilson, whoever else, Allen, yeah. that they just keep their options open. That's why I would bring Daniel Jones back and not exercise the option. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max brought to you by Goodyear. College football is winding down. Goodyear knows the passion it takes to drive every game forward, whether your team's home or away. The traditions that bring us together are still the same. That's the road that moves us. Goodyear, more driven. All right, let's go to another. The Browns are America's Remember the Titans team. Oh, we love Baker Mayfield and everything that he's doing. Baker always like has always loved having fun. It just does not feel like to me he's been having that much fun this season. So we mentioned it. Let's go to another team that could be pondering a quarterback situation going forward, and, and that is the, the Cleveland Browns. And them being that close to winning a game, but winning it with a third-string quarterback who wasn't even on the roster, doing it against a Raiders team that did have to come back. Now, again, we know the Raiders have been in the struggle the last couple of, of weeks. but And I know how you've, you've felt about Baker in that situation in Cleveland, Mike. But I look at it as I continue to say, the more I watch the Browns, the more I wonder if this season, while fans might be frustrated, this, might, this season might be better the way it's going because it's, you're avoiding what could be a mistake, which is having to pay him. His value on the open market is not the same as his value in that market because of the, how long they've waited to find a guy that was a capable starting quarterback. But it doesn't mean that you have to lock into somebody that might not be the best fit. And if you give him a lot of money, that changes now what you're going to do financially with the rest of your roster. Can you keep this group together if you are also got to pay the quarterback? With that in mind, Cleveland going forward after watching last night's game, does it tell you? you don't really need a great quarterback or you don't have to pay a lot for a quarterback for this team to be competitive. Yeah, he, he's been telling us that for three years, candidly. Baker Mayfield is an accurate passer with good arm strength. By NFL standards, he is short. He is slow. He is going to continue to get hurt. 
and now obviously we were dealing with COVID last night because he can't outrun NFL defense linemen. He's a four eight five guy at Oklahoma. He can outrun college defense linemen. He can't do that in the pros. It's physics. It's not who's going to yell the loudest. He is going to continue to get hit consistently. And he's small. Now, there's exceptions. There's Russell Wilson. There's Drew Brees. But if we're trying to build a team with sustained success, there is not a big difference between him and Case Keenum. And like you saw last night for one game with Nick Mullen. So if we could sign Baker Mayfield to a very middle-of-the-road contract, I would consider it and keep all those other pieces around because they've done a great job. They have a lot of good players. But Baker Mayfield is not an elite quarterback. I'm glad you brought up Russell Wilson and Drew Brees because here's the difference between those two guys – and Baker Mayfield. When have you ever seen any one of those two guys just get killed when it comes to a defense hitting them? You, you can't really pinpoint it, right? But Baker Mayfield is the opposite, right? You see him over and over again, always on his set, shoulder, yeah, constantly getting dropped on his shoulder. Yeah. And, and it's crazy how like you can you can take guys who are built similar, but then again, they're on two different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's a couple reasons for that. I think Russell Wilson has incredible lower body flexibility yep. that he's worked really hard at. And Drew Brees, you know, let's give New Orleans a lot of credit. They had a very firm po- pocket for years. The two guards in center were very good. He could climb the pocket, and he also could get rid of the ball. And, and you know, he's an exception to the rule. He was a high school tennis player. He was a great athlete. Um, but, again, if the three of us were running a team, we don't want to build a team of exceptions and then pay a premium for a guy that, because of his athletic deficiencies, it's reasonable to think he's going to get hurt again. Mike, what would you offer him? You're you're the GM of Our the year. Browns. Season's over. What yeah. are you doing with him going forward? Twenty to twenty two million dollars a year, and I'm taking all that other money, and I'm going to keep investing it into the Nick Chubbs of the world, the Denzel Wards of the world. They have a lot of really good players, and they they have already extended some of their nucleus. I think Andrew Berry, their young GM, has done an incredible job. They've amassed a lot of talent, and. If that's not good enough for Baker Mayfield, let him graduate. Let him graduate because his skill set is completely replaceable. You think on the open market, though, he could get more? Like, like yeah, what, I do. Because that's what, if I'm his agent, that's what I'm telling you. All right, Mike, well, I'll tell you what. The Giants need a quarterback. I know teams that need a quarterback, and, and we're going to go talk to them. Yeah, and I would say. Go ahead. As Coach Parcells used to say, Baker, you look we look, so we're all looking, and I hope you find what you want because we're going to find what we want. Are we Are we good here? Now, I'll ask you this because Baker's in, obviously, not a top 10, second 10, right? He's not a, he's not a, a, a yeah. bottom third quarterback. Bottom, right. sec, bottom second 10, though. But, okay, late second 10. <laughs> but another quarterback that's probably in the second 10 that might eventually be on the move. If you put Jimmy G and dropped him in, right, Garoppolo, drop him in on the Browns. With a right now, it looks like a more affordable contract, right? If you drop him in, are the Browns better, worse, or the same? I think they're slightly better because he has better mobility. And you look at Kevin Stefanski's offense, how much they have the quarterback on the move. I think that's a really good fit for Jimmy G's skill set. And I think that's going to be an interesting story of the offseason. Look, we know San Francisco's future is all about Trey Lance. So yep. Jimmy G is going to be on the move. And I think teams like Cleveland, the Giants, there's so many teams that need quarterbacks, though. Carolina. Denver, and I, you know, we're going to start talking about teams like Tampa Bay. Like, you know, they're going to need a quarterback in the Will future. Will Green Bay need a quarterback? Absolutely, we don't know. yeah. And you know, so is it, he is he a guy? Is, is Jimmy G a guy that is is getting a bad rep? Like, like is he like Harry? Who would you rather throw in you a ball, Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield? Oh, come on now, that's not even. A I'm asking you to answer it, Jimmy G. Yeah, okay. So is he? Does he get a bad rep? He he does. Um, 
and I'll say this, and, and, and mainly because of what happened in the Super Bowl, right? He didn't make the throw. One he, throw. Yes. But I, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this. When you, when you look at Jimmy G, you look at the organization that he started with, right? He started with the New England Patriots, who is the best organization over the last, what, 20 years? And then now he's in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, a guy who is an offensive-minded guy who mm-hmm. can scheme up a lot of different things. You look at Baker Mayfield. Yes, he came from Oklahoma, but I didn't think I didn't, I never thought at Oklahoma they do a great job of making their quarterbacks read things coverage wise, right? That's why you see it, it's taking Jalen Hurts a little second, and then you look at Kyler Murray. It took him a little while as well. You look at Spencer Rattler. What just happened to him? He struggled, mm-hmm. right? So when you look at Baker Mayfield, he hasn't had that structure yet either. Right? He hasn't had that structure to become and grow and learn to be a great quarterback. And then when he came into the league, it was so much dysfunction in the, in the Browns organization. Right. I actually thought this year was going to be a better year for Baker Mayfield. But then sometimes you just look at it, Mike T, and you say, damn, okay, it's just not it with this guy. Like at the end of the day, you just got to say, hey, maybe it's just not it with him. And that's why you could look at a year and say, boy, that was a bad year. But it might have had like a silver lining to it, which is, well, if, if they were what we thought they'd be, you might have had to pay him. Listen, if Jimmy G was on this team right now, they, they, they would be leading AFC North. Yeah, and, at, at a minimum, to, to Harry's point, they're the same. Like, they are not worse whatsoever. And look, I was at the Dolphins when Baker came out. We worked him out. He has great arm talent. You can see why he went one overall. Like, he has a good arm. He has good accuracy. But he just can't withstand the rigors of an NFL season because of his athletic deficiencies. And they're going to have to make the honest and sober calculation to say we cannot pay him forty million dollars a year. What do you say Heck though no. to what do you say though to? And I've experienced this with the Jets for most of the time, but the Browns have gone through this more than anyone. And I, I tell you what, this is more a parallel to like the Knicks finding a point guard. It's just been forever, right? The Browns finally have a guy that's at least good enough. Do you really want to get back? In the race, you want to get back. Do you want to but get back stuck on that treadmill of we can't find so, a guy? At least I, we've got a guy, yeah, I, or is that loser talk? Yeah. So I answered that question in 2008, which was we we had a guy that was a really good player and a Hall of Fame person in Chad Pennington. Yes. And every night we went to bed and said, can, "Can we go compete and beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady?" And we just made the honest and sober calculation that no, we could not consistently compete with Chad Pennington. Let's go get Brett Favre, and that's sort of. The standards are the standards. Like, if you want to go win the division, it's it's Lamar Jackson, it's Joe Burrow, and over time, Baker Mayfield's simply not as good as those other quarterbacks. You know, Pittsburgh's going to be answering the same question for the next five years while they try to figure out Ben's replacement. Like, that's the bar in that division. Yeah. And kind of going back to the Giants, like, there's bars in the division, and the bar for the Giants is Dak Prescott's a really good young quarterback. Can we compete with that? So... Again, you go back to Cleveland, it's it's not good enough. So and those those when you have those jobs, you're hardwired to go win a championship. So they're not gonna sit there and say, like, oh hey, we got Baker Mayfield, we're good. So I, I would think they're gonna keep looking. Remind people of where the Jets were with Brett Favre. Like people only remember the thing with Brett Favre. Oh, it ended poorly, but you were at a point though where that was it was one of the best teams in the league at one point. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like when you listen to people like the Bart Scotts, the Damian. Actually, it was Damian Woody talks about this a lot. Our, our 08 Jets, we finished with a winning record. We didn't make the playoffs. The next year with Mark Sanchez, we went to the championship game, 
and players, the veteran players on those two teams, like the Damian Woodies of the world, really felt like the 08 team with Favre was actually better. And if he had not gotten hurt, I'm not saying we would have won the Super Bowl, but we had beaten an undefeated Tennessee team. We went up to New England. We had beaten them, and we had a great team. And that that sort of assessment was validated with Mark Sanchez the next year going to the championship. And, and that should be again from the just taking it back to the Giants. If Russell Wilson is available, again, I know it's a huge if, and I know but, we, yeah, we talk about it every year, but if he's available, it's you easy. get him. It, it's easy, Alan. If he's available, you don't get him off the phone. Like, you can't overpay greatness. If you, have to, if, if you have to pay two ones in Galladay <laughs> or Bradbury, the Brooklyn Bridge, Pomegranate Camp, I would not get him <laughs> off the phone. And I would just say, you're going to retire a giant. You're going to be an all-time great. And when you look at Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin and Phil Sims and Carl Banks and Bill Parcells, they're still honored here. Like, you win in New York, you walk forever. Oh, yes. Mm. Probably only have to pay for a meal for a long time. I don't think he does anyway. Pomegranate? Let's, let's be honest. I don't, I don't think he does anyway. <laughs> but still, would you, would you, Harry, just as, a, just as somebody who played in and loves the NFL, would you sign up to see what Russell Wilson would be, not even on the field, but just all of it? Him, Sierra, New York, Giants. Like, is that something that interests you? Or are you like man, as a as a like if I was just, playing no, or just no, as no. a fan? No, you love the NFL. You played in the league, all that stuff. To see a guy with that yeah, stature, it's, it's status, Russell Wilson, New York, to New York. It's the big be, apple. Yeah, you'd be all in, right? Yeah. See, I love hey, that hey, Mike hey. says that though. I wouldn't let him off the phone. No, I love when hey, he says if that. You, hey, if, if you want somebody, if, if they on a visit, you don't let them leave. Right. Hey, 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 guys, we're actually candidly we're burying the lead because really what happens is, and I lived it with Favre. We just saw it with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. You are going to create an aura of association. There will be so many players that be like, I can want to play with Russell Wilson in New York. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden. And it's New York. It's New York. And it's guys will come in on one-year deals for less money, chance to win, to play with greatness. And all of a sudden, and I've been there, guys, it energizes the franchise, it, your fan base, well beyond just ticket sales, training camp, and Everyone's human. Like you feel that, you feed off of it, and one player can be it's completely amazing. transformative. Yeah, and certainly again, like I said, you saw it. You saw it with the Jets. All right, Keyshawn J. Will Max presented by Progressive Insurance with more than thirty unique coverage options available. Progressive, no small business. Learn more at progressivecommercial.com. There's a new MVP favorite. One player, however, is making a run at the top. Mike T says he shouldn't even be eligible. We have got to get an explanation. From this, and we will next. KJM, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. They're never going to give it to a running back because, you know, it's a quarterback award. He is playing the best in the NFL. I think MVP to a lot of people means it's just something different. But to me, it's just, you know, if, if that guy wasn't on your team, what would your team look like? Where would your team be? Welcome back. The show is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. It is presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas, Mike Tannenbaum joining us in studio. And so you heard some of the takes there on the rejoin about the uh, MVP candidates. The latest odds for NFL MVP has Aaron Rodgers at the lead, plus 150. Tom Brady at plus 170, so right behind. Patrick Mahomes at third. And then there's Jonathan Taylor at plus 1,000. Fourth so far now when it comes to MVP odds. The question, of course, is can he actually win it? We hear a lot of former NFL players who are in the media that tell us, you got to watch Jonathan Taylor This guy is playing at an MVP level. But not everybody agrees with that, including Mike Tannenbaum. Mike, why shouldn't Jonathan Taylor be considered for MVP? Because he's not a quarterback, and anybody that thinks that a running back should be uh, in the MVP conversation should be on double-secret probation. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's a great player. I mean, if we want to talk about player of the year or performance of the year, that's wonderful. But you you can't in good conscience put the best running back in a conversation with even like a top third quarterback. Like, it's such a difference. I mean, we just spent the last 22 minutes talking about all the quarterback discussions. Running back shouldn't even be eligible. and Shouldn't be eligible? I mean, Alan, I can give you 4,000 examples, but let's go to the most recent one. Let's mm-hmm. go to the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Here's a team that has improved. They're in the middle of now, what, a six-game winning streak? Yep. And they just took their 77th running back off of the practice squad, Duke Johnson, who played great. Like, you could find running backs every 10 minutes. I did the game on Sunday, Tennessee against Pittsburgh, and Deontay Foreman, to his credit, hurt his ankle twice, goes back in there, and he's still running against the Steelers who can't stop the run. I can find you running backs quicker than you can find a pomegranate candle. They are not the most valuable players. They are replaceable parts. They're important, but you can find them. And to say they're the most valuable it's just it's inconceivable to me. Harry, Pomegranate? Yeah, yeah. And stop with that damn pomegranate <laughs> Pomegranate? Now it lives with Mike you T, forever. I love you. I love that you love my candle. Here comes the butt. Here it comes out. <laughs> You're sipping on something in that cup. And to be honest, uh when it's not during football season, I'm a tequila man. We know Han is a brown liquor Easy man. Easy now. Whatever the hell is in your cup that you're drinking right now, I don't know. It must be gin because that gin is making you talk, talk, make sins right now. You're talking in a sinful language. <laughs> Running backs can be the MVP. Look at that. And I understand that some of them are replaceable, but you do have those ones that stand out. But Derrick Granted, Henry's a great player, and Deontay Foreman goes out there and I, just tears up the Steelers. I also seen a couple runs that if Derrick Henry was in there, it probably would have been long touchdown runs because mm, De- Deontay Foreman mm. missed certain cutback lanes that Derrick Henry, I know, would have ran through. Where do you think that team is without Ryan Tannehill, though? I mean, the point is, like, if you have a good quarterback, you have a chance to win a championship. If you don't have a B or better quarterback, your season is over. But wait a minute. We were just talking about how the Cleveland Browns, with their running game, you could have anybody at quarterback. They're a good team. 
Is anybody talking about the Cleveland Browns competing with Kansas City and the chart? Like, if you're in the AFC, if the three of us were running a, a team and we, we were in the AFC guys, we would say, can they compete with Herbert? Can they compete with Burrow? Can they be, compete with Mahomes? Josh you, Allen. You can if you have a Han, great Han, running game I and you control one. the time of possession. Alan, Han, I, I have this one. Wait, Let I, me have it, Han. Hold on. Hold on, Alan. I hope you and I get to compete against one another <laughs> because if you feel like you can win a championship with a great running game, I'll take a good quarterback and I'll beat you every single week. It depends on how my – because if I have a great running game – oh, by the way, I do remember you working for a team that had a great running game, a rookie quarterback, and a great defense – and you came one game shy yeah, of winning short. it all. Yeah, that's why I don't have a ring. We <laughs> fell a little bit short because Mark Sanchez turned the ball over a couple of times, and he was a good player but not a great player. But you cannot win consistently. Well, I'll be damned. The quarterback turned the ball over. The quarterback turned the ball over. Now, Mike T., I got to present this to you. Derrick Henry, say Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw for 48 touchdowns last year. You wouldn't give the MVP to Derrick Henry? You wouldn't have gave it to him last Derrick year? Derrick Henry's a great player. I I'm not, Mike T, I'm not, uh, I don't want to hear that he's a great player. I just need a yes or no answer. No. It, are you out of your Stick mind? Stick to your guns. <laughs> you just said he shouldn't be eligible for it. He shouldn't be eligible because Give guys, me some of that gin. It's, it's green tea. And I'll, Duke Johnson, I mean, every 10 minutes I can give you another example. Running backs are replaceable. That's just by definition. They, they are, but I'm saying, but you have a guy like a Derrick Henry, a Jonathan Taylor, who right. who stands out are right. exceptions. Right, but look, look, Derrick Henry's out, and Tennessee still has a chance to win because they've they found the next guy in Deontay Foreman, who's do a they, good running do, back. Does Tennessee go to the AFC Championship game a few years back if Derrick Henry's out on that team? Probably not. Hell no is the answer, Mike T. Hell, you can say it. Hell no is the answer. Mike, I mean, excuse me, I'm talking about Mike. Derrick Henry made... Tanning Hill. It's not like Tanning Hill made Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry made things easier for Tanning Hill. Tanning Hill didn't make things easier for Derrick Henry. By, by the way, you know the easiest way for me to win this argument? Look at their salaries, right? It's free agency. It's the ultimate marketplace. So the best running back is still going to be about the 20th highest paid quarterback. There's a reason for that. Great quarterbacks and good quarterbacks just give you a more consistent chance to win. That, well, but that's the market. But that's that's the market, though. Yeah, right? that's a that's, whole that's, other that's, conversation, that's the though. Market, though. Why, why, what's the market formed on? Supply and demand. The demand for a good quarterback. The most is, valuable player. Damn, Ravens won the Super Bowl is the, with a damn running back and good defense. The, the most, but, but again, <laughs> most valuable player. You could talk about who's the best quarterback. That's a completely different award. But most valuable player generally is supposed to be for that season. Now, we're going to get into that whole semantical debate about does it mean the best player in the league or does it mean most valuable to his team? I, whatever it is, we know it gets voted on. But, I mean, you could make the argument that if if Jonathan Taylor, I don't even want to say gets injured, so I'm not going to say it even though I just did, if he's somehow, like, is now in COVID protocol, they can't done. play. The Colts are done. You're asking Carson Wentz to win you games, and you can't, They're and done. he can't. They're not done. They have a really good team. They have a great offensive line. They got two great linebackers. So anyone, wait. So so uh, John, if Jonathan Taylor's not on that team. So uh, who's uh, Marlon Nine, Mack? Right, Nine, uh, Nine, uh, Himes. Uh, oh, okay, that's good. It's going to look the same. No, but so I was at the game. On, so uh, let's go back to Tennessee. Jeremy McNichols, Deontay Foreman. They're not nearly what Derrick Henry are. But they gave them every chance to win the game, and that last play comes down to one yard. And, by the way, Tennessee's defense, Tennessee turns the ball four times, keeps Pittsburgh out of the end zone. Yep. There's a lot of good players. And all my point is, Derrick Henry's a great player. I'd love to have him on our team. But if you told me I could either have Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry, I'm taking the good quarterback over the great I almost, I, I almost said 
the S word <laughs> on live radio, <laughs> Mike T. Wow. Because I'm telling you, if you telling me who I'm picking, I'm picking Derrick Henry over Ryan Tannehill. All right. Well, we can't keep this conversation going. We have to let Mike go. You have uh, you have get up duties to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about that. I wish we were. Because, you know, <laughs> I might have to send I, Greeny a text. You need to ask him. <laughs> if I see Jeff Saturday in the hallway and you hear a ruckus going on, you'll know what the topic is. Let's <laughs> say that I'm not the only one that texted Greeny just now. So you might be in for an ambush. But thanks so much, Mike. All right. Good guys. to see you. All Good right. Luck. So. Coming up, Baker Mayfield's biggest defender isn't even all in. That's you got to hear this conversation coming up next with all the passion out of Cleveland after I let you know about little basketball on Christmas. It is the annual NBA on Christmas Day tradition, and it continues with five of the best gifts anyone could ask for. Star-studded schedule starts at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on ESPN. The Hawks take on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Over on ABC, the Celtics square off against the Bucks, followed by the Suns hosting the Warriors. Then on ABC and ESPN, the Nets battle the Lakers. The day capped off with the Mavs clashing with the Jazz at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Pacific on ESPN. What a Christmas Day NBA lineup. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. The Browns are America's Remember the Titans team. Oh, we love Baker Mayfield and everything that he's doing. Baker always likes, has always loved having fun. It just has not felt like to me he's been having that much fun this season. Welcome back. KJM ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn with Harry Douglas in today. Man, it, it, it is amazing when you think about the passion out of Cleveland for the Browns and for Baker and I love the fact, though. See, I lo- what I love about passionate fans is they they come at you like so quickly triggered, quickly. You say one little thing and they jump on you. And so we get this tweet calling BS on you and your ESPN crowd, naming all of us: Get Up, Barton Han Show, all right, Rex Ryan and company. You need to attack the Browns to get our fan base for your clickbait. You guys sound bitter. <laughs> Sorry you don't live in Believe Land. Well, let's go to Believe Land right yeah. now. You hear him laughing, yeah, let's Tony go. Rizzo. Let's hope. Come on. Let's go. We're live really in really big Land. show on ESPN. Come on, Harry. Come on, Al. So, uh, first of all, you, you've, had, you, you, you've had some beautiful rants about this. And I feel, as a Jets fan, I feel everything. Oh, I took hello? a picture. I took a picture last night. On the screen of Browns fans, like you saw it, Harry, right? Yes, yes, I did. The one guy just contemplating life, and I guess his wife or whoever it was next to him, this woman putting her hand up towards the camera, like, please give us our moment, right? Just give us our moment. And and so, Tony, with that in mind, 
I have to play you something that I need your your reaction to, and oh, it is boy. Mike Tannenbaum, who was just on with us oh, a few minutes I've, ago. I've heard Mike Tannenbaum. <laughs> He's no Baker fan. Okay. Well, I'll defend him. Play I Let's asked go. him. I heard your rant about Baker and how it's just been years and you finally get the quarterback and all that stuff. And his response to me was this. Baker Mayfield is an accurate passer with good arm strength. By NFL standards, he is short. He is slow. He is going to continue to get hurt. And now, obviously, we were dealing with COVID last night because he can't outrun NFL defensive linemen. He's a four-eight-five guy. At Oklahoma, he can outrun college defensive linemen. He can't do that in the pros. It's physics. It's not who's going to yell the loudest. He is going to continue to get hit consistently, and he's small. Now, there's exceptions. There's Russell Wilson. There's Drew Brees. But if we're trying to build a team with sustained success, there is not a big difference between him and Case Keenum, and like you saw last night for one game with Nick Mullins. So if we could sign Baker Mayfield to a very middle-of-the-road contract, I would consider it and keep all those other pieces around because they've done a great job. They have a lot of good players, but Baker Mayfield is not an elite quarterback. Tony, the floor is yours. Oh, You know, I'm so tired of this elite quarterback thing. First of all, how many elite quarterbacks are there in the league? Two, Patty and Aaron Rodgers? Give me a break. You guys, this is not a beauty contest. You can win with the kid. We won with him last year. You went deep in the playoffs. You had the Chiefs on the ropes. This year, he got injured. I know nobody wants to hear it. Now, if if Mike T is correct and he's going to continue to get injured, certainly that would be a concern. But but at this point, ever just tossing Baker Mayfield to the side because he's too short and too slow, I don't want to hear it. He's a winner. And he's Cleveland's quarterback, and we're behind him right now. I mean, what you, what do y'all, who are we going to go get? Like, I'd love to see Mike T come here and try and run this team. I think Andrew Barry and the Browns front office has done a phenomenal job putting a lot of talent around Baker Mayfield. He's a guy you can win with. If you want to nitpick, if you want to talk about size and speed, give me a break. Yeah, who the hell's Derek Carr running away from? By the way, I give him credit last night, man. That kid went down the field mm-hmm. after throwing a pick. That was a gut punch to the Cleveland fans last night. By the way, shout out my fan base. They were phenomenal last night in that stadium. 18 guys out with COVID, 10 starters, and the Browns were there tooth and nail. Proud of my football team this morning. Hey, but Tony, your, your, your fears are, again, I, I really do relate to this. When you say who you're going to get is the thing that resonate, resonates with me the most. It makes you feel like, well, if we, we finally got a guy who's capable after right. all these years. I've seen the jersey with the 32 names on it. We finally got a guy and you want to move on from him? Like, what are we going to do now? Go back on that treadmill. Go back on the, the hamster no. wheel of looking for a quarterback. Oh. Is your fear not that Baker Mayfield is good enough? But Baker may, but but we'll be back to trying to find QB one again. Like, is that your greater fear than it is whether or not <laughs> Baker's good? No, no, yes. No one wants to go back to that. Well, I don't even know the the kids in the draft this year. They're not a lot of. I mean, where where are you going to find somebody? Look, guys, give give me the knock on Baker Mayfield. What's the knock? Because I'll tell you what happened last year when he was healthy. He looked damn good. He looked like a quarterback that could take you deep in the playoffs. Oh, by the way, he did. The injuries are a concern right now, but this is the second year of an offense. This year was derailed with injuries for that kid. It's the second year of Stefanski's offense. He's still a young quarterback. He went through hell the first three years here. You all know what was going on, and I love Hugh Jackson. He's a friend of ours on the show, but things were terrible here. The Freddie Kitchens experiment didn't work. Last year, everything worked for the Browns. He looked great. Now this year he gets hurt, and everybody's like, he's not elite. He's not elite. I'm so sick. Who is elite? 
Give me elite besides Aaron Rodgers and Patrick. Give me elite. Well, Tony, Tony, now you brought up Derek Carr. Who is Derek Carr going to run away from? Listen, probably nobody. But one thing I do know, he's going to be damn accurate when throwing that football. And y'all had a close-up of it last night. But I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. How concerned are you with the Browns and their chances of making the playoffs? Well, we're concerned. This is now what happens now is Saturday is must win. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. I heard this for weeks now. The Browns have been looking forward to this game. I just hope they get their damn players back. Because everybody's assuming that they're going to get uh, rolled in Green Bay on Christmas. It ain't going to happen. Browns are going to show up. The Garrett injury is a concern. We'll find out today how bad that is. But the Browns were without a lot, 10 starters last night and still hung in that game with the Vegas Raiders. So uh, we're concerned, but Saturday's now is a must win. The AFC is crazy. You know, Baltimore and, and Cincinnati play each other. So one of those teams is going to lose this weekend. We've got the Bengals at the end of the year, That's the last game, the 17th game. game. Mm-hmm. That probably will be a huge game. But if the Browns don't win Saturday, it'll all be for naught. I just can't believe damn COVID derailed my playoff chances this year. I'm not making excuses, guys, but what the Browns went through this week, this past week, over the weekend, the game getting changed, guys not being able to be in the facility. Can you imagine? Coach DeFancy had to watch this game in his basement last night. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. No coach, no quarterback, no backup quarterback. It was ridiculous. You didn't have your two tackles. You're and trying yet, to run the football, and you're on your fourth and fifth string tackles. On and Tony, and line. yet you had a chance to win. In fact, yes, had did. the lead. It was right there, which tells you something, doesn't it, about this group. And I'm going to say this now about Baker. It's, I don't think it's about good enough, not good enough. It's about keeping that roster together, which before the season, a lot of people thought this was a loaded roster, both sides of the ball. you got to pay him. you got to have to pay him. And that's the question. Is it worth it to you to, to have to – to give him that money to get the production of, as you said, all right, well, if he's not elite, he's second 10. He's in his second 10. Guys, everything's on hold because of this year. Now, Baker's under contract next year for, I believe, around $18 million. They picked up his option. So the Browns don't have to do anything right now. I'm sure they'll probably go into the offseason, maybe talk to his side. But if not, we'll roll with him next so, year and right. see where we get. All right, that's probably the best way to go, then, right. if, if that's, that's what's going to happen. Going. And he's got to understand it, and maybe he will. Tony, I know you got your show to get to. We appreciate the time and the energy, as always. Thank Fellas, you. Fellas, happy holidays. God All the bless. best. All right, the really big show starts in moments on ESPN 850 in Cleveland. That's Tony Rizzo on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. He's had his caffeine this morning, right? Yeah, he had a lot of damn caffeine. I mean, after last night's game, (laughs) I think I would be just as emotional about it, certainly. Love the energy, though, Tony. That's what you want. Love the energy. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, the NFL's version of the Golden State Warriors. That's next. KJM, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM. Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.